This episode of the Dub Dub Review is sponsored by Magical Mara Designs. Magical Mara Designs was created by Disney superfan Tamara Spidell. Tamara decided she was going to create cute and comfortable Mickey and Minnie ears because she couldn't find a style or a size that was comfortable to wear all day. So she decided to create her own Etsy shop that featured designs by Maleficent, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, Ariel, Belle, Tiana, Harry Potter, and more. And if you don't see what you're looking for on her Etsy shop, well, she'll create a style just for you. Again, check out her Etsy shop at Magical Mara Designs. Hello, welcome to the Dub D Dub Review. I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by Stacy Nyman. Stacy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. And Pete Panacorvo is not with us today. Pete is the hardest worker I know, so he's working. I think he's working every day this week, but we've got a guest. We've got a great guest and a returning guest at that, so we haven't completely scared him away. Scott Gerke. Scott, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Excellent. Before we start our show, because we're going to cover a bunch of topics, and we're going across the country. We're going to California today. I want to know, Disney-related, tell me something good in your life. Let's go to the guests. Scott, what do you got? Well, we actually have a trip coming up, and on June 21st, we're going to Disney World in sunny Florida. We got Actually, it worked out perfectly. I'm going with my wife and kid and her family. And my mom ended up going with my aunts at the same exact time, same exact oh, dates. Nice. Really? So, yeah, it's going to be a great time. I got everything planned out, of course, you know, every mark, 100-day, <laughs> 60-day. I just booked an extra day at Old Key West. and Nice. Uh, awesome. We're, our, our last day is on June 30th, so hopefully Toy Story Lane is going to open up. We got Fast Passes to Slinky Dog Dash. Oh, awesome. Cool. Where are you staying? What, what, what resorts are you staying at? All right, so first Old Key West, and then we're going to stay with my mom at a two-bedroom at Boardwalk, and then we're going to move to a studio at Boardwalk, and then when my wife's family comes, we're all going to Animal Kingdom Jumbo House in the two-bedroom value. Wow, this is like a Nyman family adventure. Where you I know, to, I was going to say that sounds like me. Go to, like, I've, I've never done a trip like that. <laughs> like this so i'm a little nervous about all the moving but i'm very excited just stay organized no problem i got that <laughs> that that sounds incredibly complicated so do you guys can i ask you a question scott then do you i, I mean you said you're nervous are you looking forward to that process because when i go i like to unpack and put my stuff in the shelves and 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 not worry about it and like relax that's what life. we like to do too okay we i think my my wife's family is different i think i don't think they mind living out of the suitcase but me and my wife we like putting everything in the drawers hanging things up so the bulk of our trip will be at animal kingdom and i think we might set another bag so we can put stuff in drawers i'm, I'm not really sure how we're gonna do it but there's so much planning that mm-hmm. i'm gonna leave that to her that i've <laughs> i've done so much planning already is this your first day at animal kingdom actually no when 
one of the first trips we went, I think, uh, when my parents are vacation club members was at Animal Kingdom, but I can barely remember. I just remember, I think it was six of us in one room, in the studio. Oh, man. And we were all, you know, I was probably 10 or so, <laughs> or 12, so my brothers are five, ten years older than me, so it was uh, pretty that's, tight quarters. <laughs> that's like Animal Kingdom Thunderdome, you know, like six <laughs> people enter, two people leave, you know? Exactly. Well, they were old enough to go to the bar. Okay. I think at that point, at that point, or at least one of them was. So, so it was okay. Okay. Cool. Well, before. How about you? What? Do you... Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna go to Stacy, but but okay. You want to talk about my good and bad, or I guess my I good. And, yeah. And actually, mine is partially good and bad, and I'll tell you why. So I'm looking at a sheet in front of me, running numbers. So this is <laughs> my wife's gonna kill me. So this talks about. The uh, average resale point for buying additional Disney Vacation Club points at Saratoga Springs, and then how I'm going to prorate that over over the time, the 36 years remaining. So I have a mathematical formula here that I'm going to spring on my wife later on today. So would that qualify as good and bad? Or, or yes. both? Right? Good. I, think, I think it's both. It good could, and then bad. It could be good and bad. But yeah, I was working on it. I had some time at lunch today, so... You know, based on the average purchase price, based upon the number of points, uh, the five dollars and eighty-six cents, and then the prorated rate over the years. But anyways, yeah, this is going to be a lot of math later on, and I'm not very good at it. So this is. Are you trying to find the same use year for Saratoga? You know is what? That why you want? I'd like to. I, I have a March use year, but you know, in my conversations with B, you know, she says it's truly not that big of a deal to manage, and I trust her. Though I'm a kind of a simple kind of guy, I like those. Those, those those simplistic ideas of knowing, okay, by Halloween, I've got to bank my points if I don't use them. So that's the only thing that's a little intimidating to me. But yeah. Have you looked at Animal Kingdom? Okay, that's a good point. I only went to Saratoga because I was familiar with, like, I can get them at, at roughly 100 points, uh, 100 hours a point. And so that's why I was basing my numbers. But Animal Kingdom... You know, if you you listen to the show recently, you know I love that place. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's going to be a really good option for us as well too. So, yeah, there's my good and bad, I guess. Do you want to know what we paid like over a little over a year ago yeah. for a point for Animal Kingdom? Yeah, eighty dollars. Oh man, nice. <laughs> and you bought a bolo too, didn't you? And we bought two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Oh man, that's a and great now deal. It's- it's jumped up about $20, yeah. $25. It's crazy. They've all jumped up. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, when we bought ours, our, our Saratoga Springs contract, it was in the mid-70s. And now they're in the high 80s, low 90s. So they've all jumped up a little bit. But anywho's, Stacy, give me something good in your life. Um, well, I'm getting ready for our trip also in June, so really excited about that. I think we're at 37 days or something like that till we drive out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. But the sick part of being a Disney fan is that you're not only thinking about the trip that's like right in front of your face, you're thinking about the trip that is the next one after that. So I've started planning for our next trip for next summer in 2019 when we're going to drive cross country to Disneyland. So um, I started, I emailed Amy Van Swole talking about some when I could start booking and um, started looking at the Good Neighbor Hotels and started looking at, um, you know, DVC points to maybe do a day or two at 
um, the Grand Californian. So it's getting exciting to, to, to really dive into something that is 100% brand new to me. So that's going to probably take up my whole entire next year. Someone cue up some holiday road music from National Lampoons. Oh, I know. <laughs> right? I can see Scott in the corner going, this is crazy. This is crazy. Oh, is he crazy. loves it. <laughs> okay, so this will be the farthest trip you've ever taken in the car with a family, obviously. I mean, you, yes. Right? Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. And yeah, so it's, I mean, the kids are really good travelers in the car. They are used to it. Um, so I'm not too worried about that at all. It's just, I'm just excited to to do something brand new. Oh, How long yeah. of a drive is that? I don't even know. So I think it's, I don't know either. I, it's hour-wise, maybe 30 hours. I, I honestly haven't checked that out. I know that we're going to try to take probably three days getting there, um, but then just going as straight through as we possibly can. So driving as many hours as we can getting there. We'll spend the time in California and then really take our time coming home and stopping at landmarks and, you know, maybe driving just a few hours each day. We're going to take a full two weeks to, mm-hmm. to drive there and back. So your, um, your husband's like me too. That's dangerous. And I'll tell you why, because we're like knuckleheads and we will drive until we drop. So, you know, last time he went to Florida, he literally slept in a parking lot for like an hour, but drove the whole way. Right. Yeah, I think that was two times ago. Okay. Um, yeah, Walmart parking. Walmart usually lets people sleep in their parking lots. Yeah. So we pulled over somewhere, and like he slept for forty minutes and and left. But I think that we both decided that we're not doing that anymore. We're just he's just getting to the point where that's just not safe. So, um, we definitely spend. We definitely um, get a hotel room now. So good. Good. Okay. I was going to say, because if you put a challenge like that in front of a guy who likes to drive, that, that's like a recipe. No, for like... yeah, yeah, no. Okay. Not anymore. I just looked up on Google Maps. It is 2,003 miles. Oh, that's a piece of cake. One yeah. day and five hour drive. There you I've go. never seen yeah, one day. Wow. Wow, that's, that's, that's an awful sore behind from sitting in the car yeah, for that exactly. long, you know? <laughs> All right, so before we get into our show today, which is going to actually, you know, that's a great segue. We're going to Disneyland with Scott. But I've got some questions for you. You guys ready for some questions? I'm going to, I'm going to, this kind of trivia, but kind of facts as well, too. Okay. So in 2017, and bear in mind, I might have actually stated this one before, but I find this to be really awesome. The 10 most Instagram locations in 2017, okay. The Disney parks had four of the top ten. Can you name which park and where they finished? Four of the top ten. Oh, man, I do remember this question, but I don't remember all the answers. That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Let's go with this one. Uh, How about if I give you the location? You give me the the spot. Disney's California Adventure finished in the top ten in the most photographed place uh, on Instagram. Where did DCA finish? One through ten. I'm going with nine. Okay, Stacy. Yeah, I'll do seven. Nine, it is. It finishes oh, the ninth, job. ninth most Instagrammed location. All right, Magic Kingdom finished where? Four. Stacey? I'm gonna go two. Six. Ah. Uh. Tokyo Disneyland. Where did it finish? Uh. Hmm. I'm um, going four again. I'll go eight. 
No, wait. That was already something else, right? No. It was eight taken already? Nope. Eight. Five. Oh. I meant I'm to say five. And <laughs> I said four, but it was actually five. The original happiest place on Earth, Disneyland, finished where? Two. That's what I was going to say, too. So I'll, I'll also say two. Number one. Uh, it was yeah, the I meant to say one. <laughs> it was the number one most photographed location in 2017 on Instagram. Is that a crazy number thinking Instagram's worldwide? But Disneyland finished number one. Yeah, that's really crazy. Right. I don't know what to make of that, actually, to be honest with you. What, what, what do you think? Why would you say that? I, I don't, well, I guess that makes sense. You know, it's a major vacation destination, but I just thought that some, some place else would get it that didn't, you didn't have to pay a ticket to get into, basically. Yeah, you know, true. Okay, good. Like the Grand Canyon or something like that, right? Or, or like, Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys ready for this question? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to read from a book here, and this is Disney Trivia from the Vault by Dave Smith. So it's like one of like 38 trivia books that I got on Disney because I have an illness. But this is by Dave Smith, who's a, <laughs> a famous Disney. Uh, he's actually the chief archivist emeritus at the Walt Disney Archives. Okay. So here's the question. As an occasional patron of Club 33 at Disneyland, my family and I have always been curious about the origin and significance of the club's name. My hypothesis is that the numeral 33 turned sideways resembles the lowercase initials of a certain familiar animated celebrity. But what do you think? I know the answer. Why do you think it's called Club 33? Uh. Scott? Um, it's an address, maybe, that was on the building before they put it there. Okay. Stacy. Um, I'm thinking it has something to do with the year 1933. Okay, so you, like we're like Disney people, right? So we're always searching for the bigger meaning. And we've completely dropped the ball. So according <laughs> to Dave Smith, the reason for the club's name is very simple. Numbers were placed on the buildings on Royal Street, and 33 happened to be the number assigned to that building that houses the club. There's a oh, common so Scott was right. He's close, yes. There's a common <laughs> misconception that the number refers to the original number of participant companies in Disneyland, but that is false. All right? We've got, nice. we've got one more, and this I found particularly interesting. When did the cast members start to wear name tags? And then how have they changed over the years? So, you know, like mine's going to say Chris from Park Ridge. Uh, when did they actually start wearing those? Hmm. Oh, that's... Uh... So think about this. The park opened up in 1955. Was it original? Was it later than that? Not to brag, but I actually have one of these name tags for myself. You have a, you have a Chris from Park Ridge already? <laughs> no, I have a Scott <laughs> from Forest Park. That would be awkward. <laughs> Do you have a Scott from Forest Park? I have a Scott from Forest Park and a Scott uh, Peter Pan, because you can pick where you're from or the college, if the, you know, the college program. Yeah. Your college or your favorite movie. Um, I'm going to say that that started 1956. And by the way, that is bragging, Scott, because you know we don't have any. So, of course, you're rubbing <laughs> in our faces. So. I have like three, but no big deal. You know. I just wear them around work. I have some extra ones that I could sell, you know, for okay. the right for the right price. That'd be a pretty <laughs> steep price. Stacy, when do, you, when do you think? 1955? I thought that they were original, maybe. All right, here we go. Disneyland cast members wore metal ID badges 
which had numbers, not names, from the park's ah. first day in 1955. So <laughs> you were number 00714-6932. Uh, That's kind of weird. Name that tags seems were... more appropriate for now, I think. Perhaps, yeah. right? <laughs> names were introduced in 1962. The first ones were gray with white lettering and smaller than those worn today. There have been many changes through the years, including the name tags were worn only during a special event or for an anniversary. Pretty interesting, huh? I thought it would be like opening day, too. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyways, we're going to go to California because my buddy Scott here just recently took his first trip, correct? Yes, that is correct. All right. I don't want to ask you for your full trip report, but tell us like the details um, to the exact minute letter. No, I'm just saying, tell, <laughs> t- tell us, tell us like the like the circumstance. Why were you there, and what what your thoughts were like? Like how many days were you going to visit the park and whatnot? Well, we went. My wife's cousin was getting married in um, Malibu, so we decided. Well, we're going to California. Why miss the opportunity to go to Disneyland? So we knew the whole time it was only going to be, we'd only get one day out of it with all the wedding activities going on. Um, we try, I tried, not we, I tried to stretch it into two days, but we only did one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we flew in on April 12th, or we left April 12th at 9.30 from Chicago and land, got in our hotel room and in bed about, 2 or 3 a.m. right outside of Disneyland, the Stay Bridge. Okay. Um, And we were up at 7 to go to the park the next day. Was was that your call to be up at 7 (laughs) a.m.? That was everyone's call because we only had one day, so you have to go all out, you know. Okay. Her parents were with us and her sister, cousin, and we met um, two more of her cousin and his wife at Disneyland. So it was a whole group of us, um, and that was just the consensus. You know, he, her cousin hadn't been there. Uh, they hadn't been there. My wife hadn't been there since she was little. So it was, you know, go all out from... We were supposed to get their park opening, but we missed it. But we were there until midnight. Oh, my gosh. Talk about burning it on the candle on both ends at that point. I, I could have stayed longer. Yeah. We were we were good, you know. We I think our Disney World training helped us because in the middle of the day you have to slow down a little bit and take it easy and start doing shows and just sitting and enjoying the scenery mm-hmm. and enjoying everything. So I think we did Small World and then we went to what is it the um, the Fantasyland Theater to see Mickey's Magical Map, I believe the show was. Okay. So that was like forty five minutes an hour. Of just sitting and relaxing. Okay. Hey, hey Stacy, what Scott's not telling you is, is is I was partially there on vacation, too, because I was relentlessly texting Scott during vacation, <laughs> asking him questions as he's literally going through the park. He, he couldn't take a hint. I just kept going, yeah. I'm going to try and take in everything. I'm trying to take everything in. He's like, oh, by the way, can you live stream? Yeah. Or can, can you, you record a show opening? I, I... In quotes, accidentally forgot to do the show. <laughs> I knew I was in trouble when I got the letters, who dis? You know, after a while, I was like, all right, fine. I'll leave you alone. All right, so tell us, like, so when you walked in the, how many times would you guesstimate you've been at Walt Disney World? Give, give me give me a, a roundabout number. Are we at 50 at this point in your life? 
like total trips. Yeah, yeah. Or, or walking into Magic Kingdom. Let's just talk about Magic Kingdom. Like, how many days would you suspect you've spent at the Magic Kingdom? I honestly could not even tell you. I'm, I think over fifty easily. Okay. So we're over fifty, but this is trip number one walking inside of Disneyland. So what were you thinking when you walked inside, and like, how did it feel? Compare and contrast, like when you walked in the gates here as opposed to the Magic Kingdom. I think it was one of those things where um, you've waited to do something for so long, you start to convince yourself it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, after a certain while, you know, I just thought every time we go to Disney, we're just going to want to go to Disney World because there's so much more to do. And I think that this was a perfect uh, kind of setting for us to get to Disneyland. But when we went in, um, I don't. I don't. I was beside myself, to be honest with you, because not only am I going in for the first time, but it's, I'm bringing my son, who's mm-hmm. never been there, and it's the first time, you know, we're going together, and I'm, you know, holding hands on the shoulder, you know, all that good stuff. It it was just a very surreal moment. Hmm. It's Stacy. It it is Scott. So correct me. It's like actually like an emotional experience when you walk in. Like you feel like. Like, you would, like, choke back a tear. And I know it sounds kind of corny, but it's like, holy cow, that's, like, the apartment that Walt had. That's the actual apartment. Like, I'm not seeing it on YouTube. I'm looking at it, and holy mm-hmm. cow, that's that's the that's the other castle. That's the Sleeping Beauty castle, you know? And it's like, I can't admit, is that the Matterhorn? Oh, my gosh, it's the Matterhorn. Yeah. And, like, everything you look at, you can't believe you're seeing it. Because it only existed in YouTube and on like various park maps or web pages, and then you see them for real. It's like an emotional experience. If you're a Disney nut, like we all are, you're. It's 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 really pretty wild. So and one it, thing I didn't expect, I looking, get going towards a trip. I, I was looking at maps to try and figure out how, because I knew it was going to come down to me or my wife getting the whole family around. You know, we're like the Disney planners. But you see the park, and you see how Astro Orbiters are, like, right off of Main Street, and you can see the Matterhorn, you can see Thunder... I mean, you can see basically everything from their little hub. Mm-hmm. But And when you're looking forward to it, it's kind of... You think that it's going to be cheesy a little bit, or I don't know about cheesy, but that it's not going to be that great. But there was something about it with like um, one of those books where you could choose which way, you know, you get to that one page and it says go to page 46 for this or page 70 or whatever. You see all these different adventures or opportunities. They're right in front of you. And I, it just adds something special, I think. Mm-hmm. That's a cool description. So... Poor Scott made a mistake, and he either was on Facebook or he texted me and said, hey, what are the must-do attractions? And bear in mind, I've only been once in my life, too. You know, I think if you live east of, like, the Mississippi River, it's like you tend to go to Florida, and if you live west, then the trip out west is much much easier. So, you know, I'm a newbie at that, too. So, of course, Scott asks me, and then I give him the top 38 attractions ranked by (laughs) by weight. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) So I give him a list of things that, like, I thought were must-dos. So uh, give me, like, your top, like, two or three things that completely blew you away, even though you were expecting them. Like, what really left, like, an impression on you? Okay, well, I'll start with... This isn't my number one, but Matterhorn, and only for the reason that 
it must have some like historical value to where they're not remodeling that track. (laughs) But you ride it, and we did Space Mountain first, and that was an amazing experience. So Mm. much better than Disney World. But um, that track is horrible, and (laughs) the Matterhorn—it's cool to experience it. But um, my favorite, I think, was. I knew Pirates was a longer ride, and a lot of people had said it's so much better um, at Disneyland than it is Disney World, but it until you go on it, you don't fully understand mm-hmm. how much we're missing out at Disney World. It is amazing, and yeah. I wish we could have gone on twice, but you know, we're, we were just trying to get everything um, done, so yeah, we didn't I'm... make it back. I agree with you. When I got off the Matterhorn too, I was texting. I was texting Greg Nevis, and I think he said to me, "I call it the bruised and battered horn," and it is so true. It's the first tubular roller coaster they designed in 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 America, Stacy. And mm-hmm. when you leave there, you you got into like a car wreck. It felt like mm-hmm. you just played tackle football for like an hour. I'm not sure exactly either. It, it is it does have awesome kitsch value, and they play really cool like German oompa music around there. But like <laughs> after you go on it, you're like, oh, you, you know oh. how old it is because <laughs> the most iconic shot of the Matterhorn, of course, I think is going through the water. Mm-hmm. But that's not to be part of the uh, the ride. You know that they did. The, the ride is so old. You have to go through water to slow down. Yeah. That's why they put it there. That's so funny. Yeah. And it, and it feels like they... I honestly was saying that there has to be some kind of historical thing. Because I think it's the first, is that the first metal or steel roller coaster in the U.S.? It was the the first steel tubular construction um, in America was the Matterhorn. Yeah. So it has, they have to have it protected somehow because you feel like the track just drops out beneath you. Mm Mm-hmm. So on straightaways, we're not bashing it because it is no, a. No, it's a, it's awesome. It, it's awesome, but <laughs> you know when you've been on it, that's for sure. So tell me then, which way did you go when you walked in? Did you go left, or did you go right, or did you go straight through the castle? Right, of course, is by Space Mountain and Tomorrowland, and left is by Adventureland, or you could go semi left and go to Frontierland. Which direction did you go? Well, we, I'll, I'll kind of set it up. We got lucky because um, my wife's parents, they drove, we left before them. We walked from the stay bridge. They ended up driving, so we hung out on Main Street for a little while. So we got to enjoy the ambience of Main Street, and we, you know, dipped off. I don't know what the name of that little walkway is where there's a Starbucks, and you can hear like a, a ballerina studio and a, a dentist and in the offices above on the second floor, mm-hmm. but we got to enjoy, enjoy that. So once they they came, um, our first we want we walked through. I'm gonna look at the map because it's still not. We walked through Frontierland okay. through the gates there, and then we went on Haunted Mansion, and we didn't even plan it, but it was it was Friday the thirteenth, and that was our that was first cool. ride. Wow, that was cool. So mm-hmm. later on today, before we leave, we're gonna go and talk about. We have I have twelve attractions here that are the same quotes at Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and I want to ask you your opinion of whether they're better, or whether which which one is which version is better. So before we we finish this, so 
Okay, so you went on the Haunted Mansion. So don't tell me right now because we're going to cover that one. What else did you do? Give me your like your 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 attraction list if you could brainstorm. What else did you tackle that day? I actually highlighted it so so I could tell you. We did Tiki Room, Jungle Cruise, Indiana Jones Adventure. We did that. That's the only one we did twice because her her dad didn't go on us mm-hmm. go on with us the first time. Mm-hmm. And when we got off, we we knew he had to get on, so we went back on with him. Um, Scott, zero to, zero to ten, the indie ride. Give me a rating. Ten. It is a ten, Stacy. It a, is awesome. It's a freaking ten every time. It is like the epitome of what Disney rides should be. And the so most amazing question. thing. Oh, sorry, the the most amazing thing about that ride is that it came out in like 1997. Yeah. And the special effects on there, you would you would think this was a brand new ride. They keep the upkeep on it is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Stacey, you had a question. No, I was going to ask. I've heard that it's the same track as Dinosaur. Is it the same exact track as Dinosaur, or is it just very similar to Dinosaur? Obviously not the the ride, but just like the track that they take you on. No, it's, it's not. It's not true at all. Well, not that. What do you mean that track? Like it's the same. Like, the ride system is the same. Okay, As so it's not like the same path that you take. No. Okay. No. Well, that's no. Good. Yeah, and, and the queue, Stacy, is is like almost amazing. as imp- it's amazing. It like I'm with all sincerity that from start to finish, if every Disney attraction they build in Star Wars Land, uh, you know, equals that, and Toy Story Land equals the amount of thought and the quality, then mm-hmm. they'll never fear losing revenue to any other park in Central Florida or in California because that ride is just amazing. So I told well, Scott and, that, and he, he agreed. And usually Scott likes to, well, you know, like, like he'll poke th- holes in my goofy ideas. So, <laughs> so but oh, this well, somebody has to. Someone has to. <laughs> the, it, it, before you go on it, though, it's I think that that pays off to look at the backstory of what it is mm-hmm. about. Um, like the setting, and I won't bore you with it, and I'll probably get it wrong and jumble my words. But um, <laughs> no, that's you, good advice. Yeah, because there's definitely a backstory that leads up to why you're going through the temple. Cool. What else? Give me the list. Give me the highlighted list. All right. Uh, Pirates Mansion. Um, I said Book Thunder Mountain. Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Mm-hmm. Snow White. Mr. Toad, which is so great and amazing. <laughs> um, Alice in Wonderland, uh, the Storybook Land, Canal Boats, Small World. What else? Space Mountain, Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. Which? What did What did you think about that? Right before I say anything, uh, out of a ten and a zero to ten, it's a three. Oh really? Yeah, that's I. I think that's generous. But okay, good. At least we're consistent. So I gave it a three. Yeah, that w- was not what I had hoped it would be for okay. sure. Okay. But I think that's it. Okay. We did Fantasmic at the end of the night too. What did you think about the canal boats? I wish I wish that it was a walkthrough exhibit. Okay. It was cool though. We went both at nighttime and at the daytime, and it was such a cute little touristy attraction. It felt so like so endearing and so like 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 charming to be on it. And of course, you know, I've got a at that point she was uh, four four and a half years old. So to her, that was just like the bee's knees because she was seeing all these little towns and all these castles. Mm-hmm. So 
Anyway, Stacy, we couldn't be more excited for you for this upcoming trip because when I took it, I thought to myself, okay, it's Disneyland. Um, it's going to be the same, but a smaller version, maybe a little tighter version, but still relatively close to the same. And it surpassed like all expectations. What, what did you think, Scott, about it? I um, I can't even put into words how, how much fun and what a great experience it was to be there. Okay. You know, obviously, you if you had to choose between the two, you know, Disney World or or Disneyland, and I don't know California Adventure, I would obviously go Disney World. But if you had to pit Magic Kingdom versus Disneyland, Magic Kingdom doesn't even come close, in my opinion. Wow, uh, there's just so something so charming about Disneyland yeah. and intimate. Everything is right there, and the cast members are different. I I don't know. I'm sure that the fact that the weather isn't unbearable is also different. Uh, but I loved it. As opposed I, to the people that are taking trips to Walt Disney World in June, right? I mean, that weather is going to be yeah. right. <laughs> talk, we don't have a choice. My talk about a teacher. Talk about planning. <laughs> okay. So, Stacy, are you excited to take this trip next year or what? Are we t- have we talked yes. enough, enough? Right. I am beyond excited. I'm so, so, so excited. Okay. So, Scott, I'm going to put you on the spot, and I love to talk. You know this, but I'm going to try and keep my mouth shut. I'm just going to throw you the questions. So, here is the category. It's just Disneyland or Walt Disney World, and I'm going to mention an attraction, and you're going to tell me which park is it better at, okay? I've got 12 here. Actually, i got 11 because one of them occurs at California Adventure. And by the way, Stacy, California Adventure at one point was like the poorest stepchild of the bunch. It is not. It is a full-out awesome experience, and I was trying to push Scott to go and see it, but completely worth it, even on its own. It would rank potentially right behind Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, and then California Adventure, even over Epcot, in my mind. So, just just so you know, when, you yeah, go, when you're going there. For sure. We came so close to yeah. getting there, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, It's a future trip. Don't worry. You got a reason to go oh, back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright, you ready to go here? I'm All ready. Right, so Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Space Mountain. Space Mountain in Disneyland kicks Magic Kingdom's butt. Okay. Describe the major difference between the two in the ride vehicles. Can you describe that quickly for people? Well, for starters, I don't feel like I'm going to be decapitated while I'm riding in Disneyland. <laughs> That's and I'm not And That's I'm not good. scared to put my hands above, you know, an inch over my head. Um, the ride, it's, I think they redid the track a few years ago. Okay. If I if I saw if I read that correctly, it's the smoothest ride, and it is so fast. It's just a completely. It's not jerky like uh, Magic Kingdom. And don't get me wrong. I, I I have to go on Space Mountain Magic Kingdom every time, but I gotta give that to Disneyland. Stacy, they also sit two by two in California as opposed to single file in Florida. That's pretty cool, especially with kids. Absolutely. All right, Scott. It's a small world. Uh, Disneyland again, okay. by far. Wow. You have princesses inside. Um, everything just seemed... I think the... Uh, now, you, Magic Kingdom can't do the entrance outside because of the weather, but the fact that you get in outside and it has the the whole front of the building is all decked out, decorations from Small World. Um, mm-hmm. Before you even get in there, it's a better attraction. Okay. Big Thunder Mountain... Um, B 
because of the dynamite scene, I have to hand it to Disneyland. But they're pretty much, they're very similar. It, and the dynamite scene is pretty impressive. It, it feels it, it feels really amazing when they start blowing it off towards the end. But uh, don't want to yeah. give too many spoilers. All right, <laughs> okay. Splash Mountain. We it was closed. That was the last day. It was closed. Mm-hmm. Oh bummer. So we didn't get to go on. Okay. Well, actually, I'll chime in then. I actually like the Walt Disney World version better. It feels like it's a longer track, and it feels like there's more fake final drops than there are over at at, at Disneyland. So I'm going to say, actually, I'll chime in there. The Walt Disney World version I like better. Did you go on the Mad Tea Party by any chance, Scott? Um, No, because I wanted to have a corn dog that day and keep it down, so... (laughs) Okay, I agree. I'm not a spinning guy either, so let's skip that one. But that looked cool because it wasn't. It didn't take up too much space, and it was uncovered. And I, I like the look of it. Yes, that that's key, Stacy. If you like spinning rides, it's uncovered. It's actually exposed. Yes, and there's like I lanterns. Do not like spinning spinning rides, so we're good there. Okay, <laughs> Scott Star Tours. Oh, I okay. Um, you know I'm a huge Star Wars fan. We did not go on it, though. Okay. Because I, I I figured what really could be different. I imagined it being the same. And there was That's... so much more that we could have done mm-hmm. that I didn't want to take it up. Okay. That's super interesting that Star Tours is in Disneyland and not California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Did it open there before California Adventure opened, possibly? Is that what the deal is? I think it opened at Disneyland before it opened at Hollywood Studios, actually. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I might be wrong you, on that. You know what? I don't have the facts on that either. But I will say that the outside of Star Tours in Disneyland is rather boring and mundane. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, the one over at oh. Hollywood Studios, you know, they have, they have uh, uh, you know. It, it's, I don't think the Ewok it's very village themed, would really, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think the Ewok Tomorrow-ish. village would mix in with Tomorrowish. <laughs> Tomorrowish. But just by theming alone of the exterior of the, of the attraction, we'll give it to Florida. Jungle Cruise, Scott. Oh boy, um, I, uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'll go Disney World. Okay. Because they don't, they don't have the temple. That's true. There's the oh, only a temple. I love the scene. temple part. Yeah, that's the only place it has it. Is exactly right. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I keep saying it like it's the only, <laughs> like you know which one I'm going to say. Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> Subtext, Disneyland. <laughs> but, <laughs> Disneyland, St- by far. Stacy, he's right. He's 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 so very right. It's I've heard so many great things. He, he's it's 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 hardly even comparable. If you're a Florida like loyalist or a Walt Disney World loyalist, you'll you'll contend that. But when you go on it, I, I'd be I'd be shocked. I'd be willing to wager money that you would say the Disneyland version is better. It just, I want to say. I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go. You go ahead, buddy. I just heard on on. on another podcast someone remarked that they think that it's 16 minutes long i mean it's a wow. it's a long ride and but St- it feels like two minutes stacy it's the idea is you go through the new orleans area or like the louisiana swamps first and so it's kind of set in the bayou and there's the restaurant right there right off the loading dock and it the length of it is is almost incom in, in, incomparable so yeah that's that's an easy winner the pirates at disneyland um, the one that we can't compare for you, Scott, because you didn't go on, is Soarin' Around the World, and and that's because it's at California Adventure. 
But I will say that the the ride vehicles itself are the exact same, but it's not that that makes the difference. The one in Epcot's shoehorned into the corner of the land pavilion, and you'd hardly even know it's there unless you were looking for it. But the one in California Adventure is a like airplane hangar, and it's got all kind of like airplane like facts and like memorabilia when you get inside. Oh, cool! Oh yeah, it's really well themed. It's uh, a good queue. Oh, it's it, it's well, it's a long kind of boring queue, but it's more exciting than the completely long boring line over at Epcot. You know where they kind of yeah. make you go. So that one easy, and the building itself looks like it belongs to the attraction as opposed to putting it into an existing pavilion. So that's an easy winner. It's at Disneyland. You don't think it fits inside of the land? I think it's a perfect marriage of theming, you know, flying over countryside and um, vegetation. Yes, yes. (laughs) Stuck in the corner of it, but okay. Um, The Haunted Mansion. Uh, You know what? Um, I was thinking about that. I have to go with Disneyland. Oh, interesting. Um, Interesting. Pete Pacorvo is putting pins in your in your in your in your doll right now, just so you know he's poking you with pins. But he hasn't been to Disneyland, he, though, right? Or he, has he? He has not. You know, I think it it combines. I think I had heard at one point that it was supposed to be a walkthrough um, attraction, Haunted Mansion, and then they made it into a, uh, a ride where you actually sit in the Doom buggies. But the cool thing I thought was the the um the queue leading up to the doom buggies um where you are riding through these scenes at disney world you're walking through them at disneyland the the hallway with the um the black light portraits and the uh the windows with the lightning mm-hmm. um and i forget what other scene you're you're walking through but then you go into like it looks like a cemetery, and that's where you're loading in. From what I remember, you know, we only went on once, and I was just beside myself. It's like the theme of my my day at uh, Disneyland. I was just beside myself. But um, I just like the lead up to, okay. and I forgot up until he showed up that they have the Hatbox Ghost uh, until the very end, and then you freaked out, right? You were. <laughs> right. Well, see, my Natalie, my wife, she says, um, she says, oh, I thought there was something different at the Disneyland one. She said something like that, and then you know, the next second, I'm like, oh, the Hatbox Ghost in our car turned, and there he was. Awesome timing. It's okay, really neat. We got two left. Peter Pan. We did not go on it. Okay. We did, and it's virtually identical. So, I heard it was a little bit better. Yeah, it's 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 a flip of a coin. I don't know if you'd be right one way or another. Other than honestly, the one at Walt Disney World we typically pass because if we don't get a fast pass, we will not wait in that line. It's just too long, especially with it, a four year old. Disneyland, I think, does it right. I, I granted, I didn't wait in the line, but I think fast pass. And this is going off on a little sidetrack. Fast pass has ruined Peter Pan. I think. Hmm. I. We only do fast pass, but when we went with my family, um, I remember my brother-in-law. He got so upset because they were the next people to go online. They were in standby. They didn't get on for twenty-five, thirty minutes, and they were the next people wow. that were supposed to be let through. So I think fast pass has ruined Peter Pan a little bit. Hmm, it's an interesting perspective. All right, last one. Ready? The Ready. T- the Tiki Birds. 
Oh, well, you got to go with Disneyland on that one. Tell me why. It's, I know I said intimate before for the park, but it's a much more intimate setting uh, at Disneyland. The, the room is smaller, and if when you can eat a dolip right before mm-hmm. in this beautiful little courtyard or what I don't even know what you would call that, uh, and then you can even bring it inside. I mean, I know you can bring it inside Disney World, but the waiting area at Disneyland is it sets the the tone for that whole uh, section of the land. As opposed to being under the like cover and in a queue, you're, you're yeah. right, Stacy. When we went, it was coming down cats and dogs. We were just dying to get out of the rain. We were probably only going to go on go in there once. So just outside, they sell you the Dole Whips, and they'll sell them to you in a souvenir bowl. And I swear, you could sell me like like gasoline as long as it's in a souvenir cup. I'm gonna buy. <laughs> I'm literally gonna buy it. So they were selling it in a souvenir bowl. The rain is coming down sideways. Everyone's taking shelter, but I'm like, yep, one please. I'm the only guy standing outside eating my Dole Whip in my souvenir bowl with my five year old, four and a half year old, because we're only gonna be there once. So we're doing it the right way. But I agree with you, Scott. And you, did you know this? When Walt envisioned this, it was going to be a restaurant at first where they were going to have birds. And, and he always envisioned the, the animatronic birds. It was never going to be real birds, but it was going to be actual a dining experience. It wasn't going to be a show. Or the show That's was cool. part of the dining experience. That actually, I think, played into one of my least favorite experiences at Disneyland. Because okay. I, ever since I was a kid, this is really weird. But my my parents would always have me go into uh, like a restroom on the on the road to Florida first, and then I'd come out and I'd rate the restroom as how clean it was or how I I'm like a huge sucker for nicely you know clean nicely themed restrooms. So I when I saw that there was a restroom outside of the tiki room, I was like, oh, this is gonna be like the best bathroom ever. It's gonna be polynesian themed i cannot wait so i go i go in there and it's just you know like tan tile and fake it was the worst bathroom but i think that they have the bathrooms there because the restaurant was supposed to go there oh interesting stacy i need to quit my job tomorrow I need to get with Scott, and we need to go and rank bathrooms from here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need a book. <laughs> you know what? We could probably make a mint doing that, to be honest with oh you. Oh, my gosh. That's the greatest story I've ever heard. <laughs> I think we might need a podcast on the best bathrooms at Walt Disney World. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, give me besides that, what did you have that you didn't appreciate? What was What was, like, something that frustrated you when you were down there? Um, that's, that's a tough question because I was in such a different mind, uh, mind frame there, you know, everything, when I say the bathroom bothered me, you know, whatever, that was 10 seconds and of course, but, um, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you anything that bothered me other than, um, and I, and it's something I appreciate at the same time that the fact that that you have to go through Disney security all over the place um, throughout downtown Disney. And mm-hmm. if you go to check out a resort and you come in, I mean, and that's, that's a, a bonus, you know, that's a good thing that people are going through um, security, but at the same time, it's a little bit of a hassle. Whereas Disney world, you go through once and you probably don't have to go through that same one again. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially sure. when you're on such limited time like you were. I'm sure that that was you were thinking about that every time you went through, like how much time it's wasting and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're good. They're fast. You know, it's just the the like if you go to the um, what's the name of the hotel? The Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go, we went in like three times within an hour to <laughs> to show a different member of the family something. And you you know, every time you go back into downtown Disney, you have to walk through security. It's just a little annoying. They're like, hey, hey, here he comes. Here's the bathroom guy again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here, here he comes. <laughs> I have my notepad. I'm like, you do not want to know what I found in that bathroom. <laughs> All right. So, Grand California, though, great bathrooms, though, I will say that. <laughs> did you make it over to uh, to the Disneyland Hotel? We did. Okay. We walked over there the on it was a Saturday. So it was the day after. Um, we had some time. We went to downtown Disney. We went to Disneyland Hotel first. Okay. And true vacation mode. I don't drink ever, hardly ever, but we went to Trader Sam's. Did a boy. And I and I got a, and I couldn't even tell you, I couldn't tell you, not because the drink was so strong, just because I don't remember, but we got a drink there. Okay. Did you get the cup? We did. I did. I got two, actually. Did a boy. Scott, you and me are like brothers from a different mother because, Stacy, <laughs> I went there and I only went there to get the cups. And, of course, because I'm stubborn, like, literally, they'll make you a drink. And if you're not a drinker, you're like, yeah, this is okay. But, like, really, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is vile. But uh-huh. because it just cost me, like, $27, I am drinking every godforsaken drop of that thing. So, of course, when I'm standing up, you know, the whole world's spinning, but I'm holding my yes. zombie mug. Yes, so- I completely... <laughs> I, I really understand what you're talking about. <laughs> I think their drinks are good, though. I could, like, um, there's, have you ever heard of, um, oh, man, of course, I'm going to forget the name of it. What's that tiki lounge in uh, in Elmwood Park? Uh, oh, yeah, the, the Kona Kai. Halaki. Halaki yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love rum-based, like, drinks like that. So I, I love all, I haven't had a drink there at Trader Sam's that I haven't liked. Okay, and we, we've been to the one at Disneyland and Disney at Polynesian. Well, I really took one for the team because I had to get two mugs, and then the big guy wanted a mug too. So of course, I ordered three drinks just to make sure I got the big guy a mug too as well. So you do I, know that you don't have to drink it, right? This, it's <laughs> you vac- can just buy the mug, right? This is vacation mode. All right, all oh. rules are out the window. Come vacation mode. All right, I like I like to hear that. All right, so let's wrap this up. If anybody wanted to contact you, Scott. For any number of reasons, they had questions because you do far more research than I do when I just show up to vacation expecting bathroom to... questions. Yeah, bathroom and... questions at the nearest <laughs> Love's travel stop well, in Paducah, Kentucky, <laughs> stuff like. First that. bathroom question: If you're at the Contemporary on the second <laughs> level, they have like cloth napkin or uh, hand towels, which is great. So stop by there. Um, but I'm on Facebook, Scott Gerke, G-H-R-K-E. You can find me on the Edcock group, though, probably more easily. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Stacy, tell me about that. What is that? It's the best group in the whole world. Okay. We have so much fun. Um, super casual. Everybody's just so friendly, willing to help. But we have, you know, it's just normal everyday conversations. It's just like meeting together with a bunch of friends daily. And um, I laugh a lot when I go over there. So um, you have to search it up on Facebook. It's a closed group. Um, we will accept you as, as long as you're not a robot. 
So it's Edcot, E-D-C-O-T, on Facebook. We might actually Ed- accept you even if you are a robot, as long as you can Maybe. answer those three questions. We'd be, we'd well, be- only if you're of- like Rosie from the Jetsons <laughs> or something like that. I think one of the questions needs to be if you like Dole Whip, though, because it seems we have a lot of anti-Dole Whip. Yes, there. we do. Right? A lot of hate recently. A, a lot of hate on it. It's interesting. Um, it's okay. So <laughs> if you have any questions for Stacy, for myself, or for Peter... You could always find us on the WW Review Facebook page, on Twitter, on Instagram, or like Stacy and Scott mentioned, search us out on Edcot and uh, and join us and talk to us all day long. So for that, I want to thank you for coming on today, Scott. And I know you're going to make it back out there when you go to DCA. We're going to talk to you about that one as well, too. All right, buddy. I'm looking forward to it. Outstanding, Stacy. You have anything left for Scott? Any questions? Any last-minute advice? No, but thank you so much for coming on. I'm super excited for the trip now. And I will see you in June. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll do a bathroom meetup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just got awkward. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> <there>. <laughs> on the awkward Mark. page, we're we're going to sign yeah. up for the evening. So. I think we just did a rebooking. We're in there July. Actually, <laughs> so for Stacy, for Scott, for myself, we want to thank you. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Take care.